friends. Welcome back to Stellar Arcanum. Previously, our travelers battled a grotesque abomination, and most of them survived. The Stellar Arcanum was able to put Lucius's brain back to where it presumably should be, and now the crew is about to face their biggest threat yet. Let's see how they handle that. Oh, just a quick note, although I have the data and I can analyze it with relative speed, comprehending it and turning raw data into a scientific advancement is going to take some time. Although I can simply process the numbers, making them mean anything is an entirely different scenario, and I would probably require Crazy Mike's assistance on that. A quick note, though, I did notice in the records that there were regular data transmissions coming out of the facility. Can you tell what those said? More importantly, can you tell who they were going to? Because whatever that crazy voice is, I bet it's attached to that. Well, it's going to take some time to figure out exactly where they were going, but I know who they were going to, and it was being encrypted, and it was going to huh, one of my chief designers, Colin S. Coverin. What a shock. Oh. She was the one in charge of designing my Xeno drive and installing it and integrating it with my systems. Do we know where she is? I... What was the last transmission to her? That would be the... That would be where she is, wouldn't it? Do we want to avoid her? Well, we need to know where first. Yes, I can, actually. And it is... So there's a lot of math to be done here. It looks like the data was being sent to Fairless. 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 Do we know Fairless? Is that Fairless? where we just were? Fairless is... Where you encountered Crazy Mike and found my core. First planet we went to, I believe, right? The oh, one you, we crashed on. familiar. So, was so it was going to the Crazy Mike facility or somewhere else on that? Hey, Crazy well, Mike. I can't. It just went to that solar system. Mike. Mike. I can't pinpoint any further than that. When was the last time? Oh, to time? that system. Oh. Hmm. So, uh. But it was the only inhabited planet in that system. When was the last time it was transmitted? About a week ago. One week ago. Hey, Crazy Mike. Yeah? Um, Mike? Do you know anything about Kalanus? Nope. Okay. No, I didn't think there was anybody else on that planet with me. In fact, I don't know how they would have gotten there because during that attack took out the orbital gate, so nobody should have been able to get there. But yeah, but we knew somebody was somebody there was because there. we were attacked. Yeah, I still haven't figured that part out, where they came from or where they went. All right. But if I recall correctly, their uniforms looked like something that might belong to the Genesis Alliance. Well, no, I don't think so. They didn't I look like they, did. they didn't look like Stellar Arcanum. No, no, but uh, like foot soldiers, I thought. The Arcanum says, well, your uniforms are very specialized right. versions of a Genesis Alliance uniform and also over a hundred years old, so they could have changed design right. in intermittent time. Thought, oh, I they might have been. They might not have been. Was yeah. It wasn't anything we knew. Okay, uh, we need to go. Do we have a war room? I need to go to the holodeck thing and do that. That's what it's called, right? Holodeck? Training simulator. Training simulator? You can call it whatever you want. No, I want to go to the room that does the pretty stuff and okay. do that divination. That's right. She wanted All right. to go let's, do the thing. Let's go there, but we got to talk about a next step because I think right. uh, we got to go back to that planet and go right into the face of someone that. Uh, well, let's go see if we can find out who that is. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, that's what Zaya wanted to try to investigate. All right. To the deck. 
The training deck. All right, you go. As we get outside, do I just imagine what I want the room to be, or do I have to, like, enter data? Uh, you basically just describe it to the ship. There's several settings. You can just imagine it if okay. you want, but then it does get right into your brain. Well, it's just a matter of how intimate you want to be with the ship. Oh, I love <laughs> this ship. <laughs> okay. Well, so if gonna... you allow the ship, just take the images directly from your mind, then yeah, you can just think it into being. Okay. The doors open. Mm -hmm. And as we walk in, we're standing on top of a, a craggy sort of island sort of sticking up out of a very tempestuous sea. There's thunder and lightning swirling all around us. It's a very powerful storm, but as we move through it, we seem to be untouched by the rain. We're not pushed by the wind. It's almost as if we are in a protected bubble of sorts. And Zale leads you up to the top of this rock outcropping. And oh. There are eight stone benches placed at the top of this crag in a circle. And she kind of gestures for you to sit. I like my version of this room much better. Oh, I love this one. This is nice, Mike says. I like it. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's like wet. a vacation I never thought I wanted to take. And then uh, Jack slowly sits down. Or there's thunder and lightning. Yes. Very, very frightening. Uh, <laughs> there'll be obvious twitches. Anytime I see something bright and shiny, I'm just kind of like... Are you ready? Sail takes a deep breath and moves to the center. She kind of crouches down and places her hands on the stones. And as she does, wires come up from the stone, just sort of seem to grow out of it almost like a vine and kind of wind up her arm and come around her neck and almost form like a collar around her neck. And she closes her eyes and begins to mutter in strange tongues, primordial, in fact. And she casts divination. Tell me about that. Divination allows me to ask one question. It puts me in contact with a god or a god's servant. I ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The GM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. My bet is Mike is going to be like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. All right. So it's basically you get a short answer to whatever yes. question. Yes. Okay. Hey, and Jack, are you sure I'm not still dead? I mean, vines growing out of her face. I'm going to be honest. There's a lot of weird stuff that's been going on to us. I'm not entirely sure we're not dead as a whole. Or I'm not dead. I'm just imagining this. No, she's just doing I'm just some... going with it. This is life now, all right? Zale's just doing some religious... Uh, stuff. You know what? I'm feeling it too. She's she's got. Um, oh yo. Oh. Jack has been not denying the fact he has power that is divine. Mm -hmm. He's never really outwardly just embraced it at all. But slowly, after working with Zale, I think at this point he's actually gonna come over to Zale. Whatever she's doing, she's like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt, but you uh, you need any help? Any way I can help you? She doesn't respond. Yeah, okay. And he's just going to uh, kneel next to her and try to help 
however he can. And I could just burn a spell slot just to maybe help the process along. Okay, what would you like to burn? I'm going to say Shield of Faith. If there is a divine energy that I can really connect with for the first time, that maybe she's calling out to, seeing her Mm -hmm. zealous nature of being focused on this. I knew there's gods, you know, there's gods out there and and stuff. But there's got to be something that's helping us along or we'd be dead long before now. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith. So I'm going to do it around Zale. Okay. Don't know any other way other than protecting her in case there's any kind of backlash that she may get from this. Jack, you cast your spell, and you feel a connection to a divine that you do not often feel. You definitely feel that there is a presence here, and you feel a connection to it that you've never really felt before. You feel a pull at your spirit, Mm -hmm. and you have the option to, if you want... You can lose uh, any remaining channel divinities you have for the day, or not. The first time I've actually felt a connection at this mm-hmm. point, then I'm going to lose everything I possibly can to it. And that could be yeah. spell slots, that could be everything. Everything, you say. I say everything. Jack Russell feels this connection, and mm-hmm. this is like that first sip of something that you know is just so powerful and good and maybe like you don't know why you've been working towards a certain point in your life that Mm -hmm. you have been but maybe this is the meaning behind it you feel pulled down to the ground on your knees you bend down to where your hands are on the ground from the ground wires emerge and start snaking up your arms and coiling around your legs and they continue to surround you until you are cocooned in wires. There is a spark of energy and you feel an aura surrounds you. You feel more attuned to this energy than you have ever felt with anything previously. You, from this point on, have a solid basic understanding of modern technology. You know what a laser is. You know how wires work. You can interact with a a terminal with ease. You couldn't build one from scratch, but you have at the very least a user's understanding of the world around you now. Right. I now have what a listener would know (laughs) is the basic understanding of technology. And also a casual resident of this world. You know how hollow ships just generally work. You press these buttons, you do this thing. Oh, you can work the computers now! You can work the computers now. You don't have to boop, boop, beep. And there's that flash of understanding, and for just a moment when the lightning strikes, you think you can see Sally standing next to you, and then just the next moment you don't. It's just a flash. Yeah. Yeah, just noticing it. Jack, are you all right? I... I, um... What just happened to you? I think he was humbled by something, in a good way. I was. I was. I, uh, I know a lot more about this world. Jack's that tough guy who never cries. Mm Mm-hmm. He's gonna bawl. Oh. And even if Zale is still uh, doing her thing, he's going to uh, hug her around the neck. What you brought me, Zale. I don't know if you can hear me. What you brought me is, uh, it's beautiful. 
I'm never letting go. Thank you. Uh, let's move oh. over to Zeon. I am focusing on channeling the connection to Evolucia. Mm-hmm. To basically, I am beseeching her for an audience. There is a question that we cannot find the answer to. And I believe she is, or one of hers, is capable of answering it in a way that we cannot. Okay. Well, as Zayla's sitting there, all of a sudden her eyes open and there is a blue glow emanating from Zayla as she sits otherwise motionlessly. And you, similarly as to before, you open your eyes and there's the world around you as it normally is, still and somewhat gray, but in front of you, you see Sally standing there with a sort of a blue aura surrounding her. Thank you, Mother of the Storm. How can I be of assistance? I need to know what was the dark entity that told us we were seen and known uh, shortly ago, less than an hour. That was a manifestation of the void between all things. Oh. Is that... I don't know if, if you will allow me to ask more, but is that something akin to you as far as a, a, a deity, what I would call a deity, or is it something else? Is it thalmic in nature? It is thalmic in nature, but unlike us. All right. Similar to, but distinct from. I understand. Many of the same properties, but of an entirely separate nature. So, is it xenothalmic? Yes. Thank you. And she fades away. Thank you. And she'll continue to pray for a few moments and Mm -hmm. devote herself and then come out of it. Okay. Zale, you back with us? I... I am. And I'm a... Mm. I love this place. (laughs) This is the best ship ever. So who would have thought me dying with coming back alive in a spaceship is the easiest and most comprehensible thing to happen compared to the rest of my day? Are you all right? I am proud to see you all to find something, I guess, bigger than yourselves. I don't, I will never understand the connection you all have to what you have, but I can respect what it does for and to people. So I'm, I'm very proud. Did Zale hear um, whenever I had, I had told her thank you and I was crying and all that stuff? I'm going to say no. Okay. So when you came back awake, snapped awake, mm-hmm. I was like around your neck crying. Like, ah, <clears throat> Jack, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Do I have any sense that there was something else affecting the ritual? No. Okay. You sure? Yeah, we, uh, I felt a Zale. I felt uh, the first time in a long time, okay, ever, I do these divine things, kind of like you do, Aye. but never have I, uh, never have I felt something as whole as I felt. Sale's going to stand up, so that's why scoop I was... Jack up into her arms, and <laughs> hey! spin in a circle. <laughs> Welcome to the fold, my friend. 
I mean, do we get T-shirts? Uh, do we get a? Uh, I'll get you your membership card. Okay. Yeah. Is, uh, hey, hey. A place like we every Saturday like after brunch or something. Do we? Uh, typically, uh, I do my devotionals uh, around sunset. Oh, this is Zale, Jack. Hey. You feel it coming. It will be here soon. Any sense of what it is? Nope. We need to go. What? What's going on? Yeah. Something's okay. coming. Something's All right. coming. Uh, still okay, I'm plot a course to anywhere but here. It's probably the void between all things. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I, walk, and talk, walk and talk, walk and talk. What's this void? Hey, hey, to, the, to the, the bridge. Oh. Would you like to go to Ferris? I, yes. Understood. There's void, and the void ship shifts. Oh. 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 oh, that was fast. I'm never going to get used to that. I love it. Void between what now? The void between all things. That's what spoke to us and told us we were seen and known. Oh. It's it's a, a being, a, a xenothalmic being. A xenothalmic. It, it what, no, moves I mean, beyond yeah, the, the solar system. Uh, Stella Arcanum told us about uh, xenothalmic, but how, how is there a being made of that? What's is it a god no. or a person? or? A no, it's, it's not a deity. Not like Evolucia is. It's Stellar Arcanum. Do you yes. have any records of the void between all things? I have nothing on my files that's tagged by that nature. No. What about right. Sally? Sally, you got anything? The void between all things. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say. There are various cults and religions that have referenced such things. There are a handful of scientific phenomenon that would that would apply to that description. Okay, cults uh, and religion. Yeah, go back to cults and religions. <laughs> now, when we first found Stella Arcanum, it was because we were uh, checking out cultist activity. They were very nihilistic as well, if you recall. Mm. They wanted just it all to go away. The cult of the hollow mind. Eh? That sounds like a void to me. Well, I have no records of that specific cult, but the idea of nothingness and attempting to be one with it is fairly prevalent in a lot of various nether cults. All right, well, let's uh, Sally and Stella just put a tag on that. If we hear anything in the... Uh, I still think we should have destroyed that ship in station the, In thing. communications or out in the world and the universe at large about... Cult of the Hollow Mind, please let us know, okay? Okay. I just didn't think we needed Understood. to draw any extra Understood. attention to ourselves. You feel the ship come out of travel states? That's fair. Oh, I'll never get used to that. We have arrived at Fairless. <laughs> so whatever this void of all things is, we have to give it a name because we cannot destroy or vanquish a concept. No. We make it an individual. We can take I it think down. that is its name. I feel like I have an important note to add to the situation. Aye. Yes, please. Last time I was here, I did Go not have on. any of my scanning operations available That's to me. That's right. You were still broken when we I was before. very broken. And since then, I can tell you that someone has gotten the orbital gate working again. What? When, when was the last time that orbital gate worked? I. Crazy well, Mike? I, oh. Mike? Yeah, I don't know. I know it blew up right before I got here, but I just... So a hundred years. Yeah, it's been a hundred years and it just started working? 
Well, I I don't know when it started working. Oh, it could have been anywhere. I understand between that. because uh, you didn't have your scanners working, so you didn't know if it was Correct. working when you first got here. Also, there's a handful of warships in orbit. Okay, so maybe this wasn't the best idea because wait, uh, what? What kind of warships? They bear signatures of the Genesis Alliance. Okay, time to go. Oh. Well, I mean, so do we. I and we're the ones they're looking for. Hold on, should we? We don't know that. Well, no, they don't yeah, know we're around yet. They're absolutely should looking for the Should we hail them and ask for Caloness uh, and just no. say, "Hey, what's up? We love your ship. Oh. No. We're not giving it back." No, but, uh, is that a bad no. idea? Sail, yes. Jack. You feel it coming. It will be here soon. It's coming again. It's tracking us. Oh my God. Wait. This is inevitable. We could have some fun. Because if it comes here, let it hit them. Hey. Let them fight it. All hey. right, guys. Let's drag it into them. Does this place have seatbelts? Because I think we're all going to need to... Buckle up. There it's are safety harnesses in the pilot seats. We're going to need... Uh, if there's more safety harnesses, we're going to need more of them. So everybody, put get yourself in a safety harness. I'll make sure you're all good. Taking you my in. seat at the uh, controls. Okay. Lucius, just making sure you're okay, buddy. I don't want you to die again for the third time. Second... For the third time, because you killed him the second time. This he be the third. wasn't dead. Anyway, he was dying. No, no, no. She killed normal Mike. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, okay, all right. And uh, click you in. Mm-hmm. Is it too much, buddy? Any more? Uh, Jack. More of a strap. What? How do I have I, any sense of how close this approaching force is? Very. Lucius, we it's don't have time here. to go. Oh, Jack, to me, okay? You gotta come on. Let me. Jack, get you in your damn seat. Okay, fine. Okay, you so. strap in. So things are about to get rough? I... Oh, so oh, rough. Lucius will reach into and toss you a card. Oh. Toss you a card? What's this? I'm going to take a look at the card. And I'll give you the answer when you get to the end. Okay. What does the card say? I should read it. What sound was that? I turn away into this shaking room. What was that sound that came in on this dark? What is the maze of light that it leaves us in? What is this stance that we take to turn away and then turn back again? What did we hear? It was a breath, a breath that you took from me when we first met. Oh. But that was not out loud. Nope. She didn't have her yep. visors on. Yep. Nope. And when you get done, Lucius look and go, if you listen, it's still here. Oh, Lucius, thank you. Well, I figured we're going to die, or y'all are just going to get caught up with me, so. Three, two, one. One. The main screen on the ship turns on. You can see the planets a little bit down the way. You're in orbit. You see in the distance that handful of Genesis Alliance warships. And directly in front of you, you see three more ships just appear. So, Arcanum, are these hostiles? Unknown. Can you hail these three ships that just appeared? They are hailing us. Oh. Put them on the screen. All right. A woman appears on the screen. She is a middle-aged elf. Her hair is done up in a bit of a bun. Her skin is stark white. Her eyes are solid black. She is wearing a military uniform. Is this a Genesis Alliance uniform? You wouldn't know. Okay. But it does uh, appear similar in style to the uniforms of the people that jumped you when you were first here. Greetings and well met. How may we assist you? It has been a trick tracking you guys down. I have looked everywhere for you. So, would you like some dinner, maybe? Have a nice meal? Let's chat. You Let's get to know us, each other and be friends. You have us at a little bit of a disadvantage here, ma'am. Are those your warships behind us? Yes. Behind you? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of cloaked out of invisibility with your uh, ships here? 
the no doctors? we just got here oh just got there oh. i get you okay uh lucius speaks for us i got this okay what is your intent I would like to be friends and orchestrate an exchange. I would like to roll an insight check. Okay. I would like to as well. Um, 17. 18. Okay. okay. Well, she's not lying. What kind of exchange? That is what I'd like to discuss over dinner. How about, How about you I join would like mutually us? exclusive. What's that? How about you join us for dinner? Okay. Can I bring a couple friends with me? I'd prefer Just, you didn't. No, well, that, come that, on. Would, that would be... There's fair in a diplomatic uh, standard. There's like five of you, just yeah, one of me. No, there's like a lot of you. We can see it on our uh, on our statistics have three here. Warships. We've got like warships. We got well, one. and I have a few more behind me. So yeah, it's, yeah, a, total of, it's right. a total of eight warships. How many friends? Two, just two. Lucius, what do you think? I think it is perfectly acceptable as long as one is your right hand, your helmsman, and the other one is the person who's controlling your navigations. I can do that. Excellent. That's why we have Lucia's talk. <clears throat> Great. So shall I just come right over? Um, wait. Give us ten minutes. We and have then to come on over. We have to prepare the table. And right. We got to make sure it uh, looks presentable. Okay. Great. We're having apparently very important guests. Oh, you're so sweet. All right. I'll wait. <clears throat> I'll be there in ten minutes. Okay. She snaps her finger and the screen turns off. Stellar Canon. How much? Make sure we... comms are closed. Stellar Arcanum. Done. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, it's a setup. What? Where? Woo! Oh! Mm. Stella, who is that woman? I didn't recognize her. Crazy Mike, do you recognize her? Mike! Mike, uh, tell us. Nope, I pretty much only met you guys. Okay. What faction was her. Uh, that was Genesis Alliance. Stella again. Faction? I don't understand. Her is unit. she Genesis Alliance? Oh, yes, well, most definitely. Aye. Oh. Where's Edmund? Oh, good question! Oh. Edmund! Oh, you... Could you join us? Alright, on my way. A few moments later, he pops in. Uh, Stellar Cannon, please um, download any customary ways to greet a diplomat inside the Genesis Alliance. Gonna hold Can out you? my hand and create a 3D image of the woman we were just speaking with. Mm -hmm. Know who this is? Can't say I do. Say we should have asked her name before we invited her to dinner. Wait, uh, didn't that was. So, Edmund, you get the, the skinny what's going on here? There's warships. Yeah, I'm really nervous about all these ships. Okay, all right. Just making sure you're on yeah, the same page as us. We're having a guest for dinner. Well, three guests, apparently. Or, all right. Can we do this in the so, training room? The reason why Set we have nice, three uh, is, is that it's the second command in their navigations, which means if we can find a way to hop, skip, jump super fast, we have to. Right, but who's to them. say they don't have multiple people trained for those positions? No, they probably do. Well, they might, but I mean, do you want one hostage or three? I'll take three. I I'll want, take one important hostage over three that could work together. Look, she's obviously the most important hostage. All right, it doesn't matter. We're not talking about taking hostage right now. We're going to hear her out. You know what she's probably going to want? Her the ship. Apps. You know, we never said we'd stay here while she has her dinner. We could jump and then bring her back. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's what? not invite them to open fire on us. Oh. I think we'll be gone before they could power up to what fire. What if, hear, hear me out, what if we do this in the training room? The training room can do a simulation of us. No, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like no. that. So no. here's we the thing. We deceive them into thinking that you're talking to us, and in the meantime, we just... From a strategic, they won't do anything without her orders. From a strategic standpoint, they have a out gun, out man, They can track space. us. They yeah. can track us. They don't want to hurt the precious ship, though. Correct. So uh, let's just talk like, to her. I do like the idea of having this dinner in the training room, though. Mm -hmm. Well, 
because and have the training room set up as essentially a model of the interior of the ship. So we go in there and we have this nice banquet table set up in Miss Port fashion. Wait, wait, wait for she's it. She's going to have to come it. into our training room. Wait for it. Yes, she will come into the ship. We will go into the training room. But once we are in there, we won't actually come back out. It's safe Does to that presume. Make sense? It's safe to presume. You wish to trap her in the hollow simulator without her understanding. Yes. It's safe to presume that they have layouts of this ship. They I built understand. It. So I she's going to know where she's going. No, she's not. Because we're going to blindfold her, spin her around three times with a bag over her head. Zale, will you stop and listen? <sighs> she will recognize that she is going into the training simulator. She will think that she has come back out of it, but she won't actually have come back out of it. Would you buy that? Well, that in- depends entirely. Crazy Mac pops in. Yeah, but then what? I look. I, well, the <laughs> only reason that I say that is I don't want to actually trap her long term. I want to make sure that she can't oh, fiddle well, with any. Why don't we just take her to the kitchen then? Look, let's just hear her out. What she seems like, even though uh, I don't trust her at all, seems like she's um, going to be diplomatic and doesn't want to fire on her own ship anyways. Let's just hear her out. Also, this was a great opportunity to show her how Miss Port handles diplomats. They're not going to fire on the ship. They want the ship back. Lucius will turn and start walking to where they're You don't destroy a ship you're planning to take over. Exactly. Well, get your prettiest clothes on. We got about 120 seconds. Zales digs back to her regular piratey gear. Okay. And I just speed read all the protocols and try to get as much as I can. Yeah, we're just going to say you follow them. Tallulah is going to modify her clothing into something appropriate for a Missport dinner party with VIP guests. So probably something very elaborate and slinky and in her trademark blue. (laughs) Fancy. (laughs) And uh, Jack's going to do his, uh, when he was in the guard, he actually had to do those like ceremonial guard stuff. Like he, yeah, yeah, he's wearing Mm -hmm. a ceremonial guard outfit from Missport. He still has his badge on and all that stuff. Very nice. Uh, Let's make sure there's plenty of fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Okay. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Do we have the crimson goblets out? I'll Lucius, are you on top of this? Hall. Yes, yes, I am. Are we doing the mess hall or are we doing the deck? We need to decide that. Oh, we're doing a training deck. We're going to show them what Miss Port's all about. So that we can have a proper dining room. It's a proper dining area. Party. If we're going to have a party, we're going to party like uh, Miss Port parties. Stella Arcanum, you Miss can Port's still uh, make all the food and stuff show up outside of the mess hall and into the training area, or do we have to carry it? No, I can I can handle the catering. Oh, good. Thank you, darling. Oh, good. Best ship ever. Come on, Zale. Indeed. I'll help you set up. Mm. All right. Well, you don't know what table settings are supposed to go. Well, I can get the general layout. Oh. Oh, wait. Is in the training room, do we get wait staff? I, I can provide wait staff. Yes. All oh, right. Zale and I are working on that. We're going to have some wait staff. I'm going to make sure that all the, the tables are set properly. And this time we'll memorize their names. Yeah. We got Victor there. I missed that guy. Zale, Jack, y'all said something was coming. Do you it think was this them. was it? This I, was them. They showed up right as it arrived. Right. Which means that they we're, we're find able us. to sense their approach. Because they're using... Well, they uh, approach what, was the, what was the kind of uh, magic energy they're uh, using? They're probably using thalmic... Sub- no, they no. discovered the xenothalmic energy, so they're She's probably using She's using xenothalmic energy, otherwise uh, whoever we were... Well, we don't know any of that for sure. Yeah. Stellar Arcanum. What's a safe bet? Right. <clears throat> they can jump between solar systems that quickly. Well, no, because they used the gate, didn't they? They used the they gate because the, the gate has been so repaired. So then they're all using thalmic subfields. Yeah, we don't know if that ominous warning is them or not. We are out of time. 
All right. So, oh, right. You go yeah. greet her. We'll get the room set up. Tallulah, if things go south quick. Yes, darling. Make sure that Stellar Canum can get us out quickly. Of course. Hey, I've got things to sell. Let's see. I've got um, I've got a Terratech 32X double blaster. I've got a laser bassoon. It's like a it's not like a non-laser bassoon, but with like 70% more lasers. I got a I got a pork chop here if you're in the mood for a pork chop. I got a got an extra flying car. The air conditioning's pretty good on it. There's a dancing ballet man on the dashboard and a cool wizard painted on the side. So that's good. So if you want any of that, come buy it. All right, that should be good. Where's my com? Ah, there we go. Hey, Liza, how are things? Yeah, I'm good. Things are, things are really, really happening for me right now. Oh, you're with Jarex now. Cool. How how is that? Oh, good. No, I'm glad. No, I just want you to be happy, so good. Oh, shit, is this to record? All right. Where is everyone right now? Mike, do me a favor. Okay. Sit in the cockpit, and if we give you the word, be ready to steer the ship into a roll. What's the word? The word is banana. Okay. Excellent. Make sure we have no of that particular fruit at dinner, please. Indeed. I was considering a that word pudding for dessert, but... Well, maybe we could do a nice blood pudding instead. That is not a dessert. Still need to answer that question. Where is everyone right now? I am going to go and open channels. That's where I'm going to go. Wherever I need to be is the the ship to be able to send a message back to you. So you're on the bridge? If that's the only place I can send a message to the person. It's where you know to do it. All right. right. Jack, where are you? I'm going to be behind Lucius as more the uh, security guard, essentially. Okay. And And the two of you are in the simulator? Yeah. I'm going to imagine the diviest dive bar in Mistport. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) With fancy table settings. Zale, that is not oh. acceptable. What? You said you wanted to show her the no. real Miss Port? And this is not no. it. I'm, I'm not there. And Tallulah claps her hands. And it changes to a fine dining hall. Oh, this the is palaces. distinctly uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. All right. So Lucius and Jack are on the bridge. Tallulah and Zale are setting things up in the training simulator. But Zale is going to just pick a seat, sit in it, and just glare at the door with her surliest intimidating look. All right, and just moments later, Lucius, Jack, on the bridge. Three people materialize out of nowhere. Uh, One of them is the woman you were just talking to. Two of them are people in uh, combat gear and helmets, just like the ones you faced off uh, when you first left the laboratory where you met Crazy Mike. Hmm. They all appear to be unarmed. Before we go any further, I, I do believe introductions should be in order. Okay. What should we call you and your guest? Well, uh, I'm Callan S. You can call me Callie. Uh, this is guard one and guard two. So they are not your second command and your navigator? Yeah, they are. That's what we agreed on. They don't have names? I'm sure they do. Hmm. Interesting. My name is Lucius. Lucius Cold Eyes, which I'm fairly certain you're already aware of. Mm-hmm. 
So, did dinner then? Um, yes. Also, I'm Jack. Yep. Nice to meet you. Likewise. God one and God two. They both raise a hand at you. All right then. God one, raise your hand. Neither of them respond. Oh. Well, they're not here to take your orders. We're here to have a nice meal. Want to know which one is God one and God two? I pointed. That one's God one. That one's God two. Oh, okay. I get it now. Hmm. All right. Sure. This way to the meal. Adam, Wonderful. Before, before they get here, mm-hmm. I am going to cast aid on myself and Tallulah. Okay. Or not aid. I'm sorry. Enhance ability. And I'm going to be casting it as Eagle Splendor, which gives us advantage on all charisma checks. Oh. Okay. Nice. And Zale, what'd you just do? Just made you a wee bit more charming, as if it were possible. Oh, thank you. And when she walks in, I would like to make an intimidation check. Okay. So how was your trip and travels through space? Normally I would ask how the garden was in your area or land, but there's not very much of that around these days. Well, I do actually have a garden oh, really? on my ship. It's very nice. What I kind of flowers do you grow? Roses. I'm a big fan of roses. Mm. But also, my travels have uh, have been relatively uneventful for the most part. What is the prettiest thing you've seen in space? The thing that actually has taken your brother away? Uh, I'd have to say supernova. Pretty, I take it? Mm. It's, a, it's an exploding star. Hmm. Are the channels open? Can we hear this conversation? If you'd like them to be. Oh, yeah, they're open. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. open. <laughs> it's funny. I, I've actually seen one of those before I got in the ship. Oh, fascinating. I'd say so, too. And we just keep walking. All right. And you get there. She just stands there. Let the doors open. She walks in. 19 on intimidation. Okay. Zaya, what are you doing? And how are you wanting to intimidate? Just looking like a, a thug and glaring when she walks in. Okay. Noted. Right. Zaya, she, why you mean mugging our guest? She walks into the room, looks around. One of the guards takes position by one side of the door, the other by the other side. And she walks to the table. Evening, everyone. Morning. Hard to keep track out here in space. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, I don't believe I've had the pleasure of your acquaintance. What, what's your name? My name's Colin S. You can call me Callie, well, if you'd like. How about lo- Admiral? Or that, if you'd prefer. Lovely what do we to have? meet you, Callie. Oh, likewise. Likewise. Lovely to meet all of you. We're having a traditional Missport meal. Uh, call it a, uh, a welcome to our home. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, I will go behind her and pull out her seat. Oh, so charming. I didn't have time to do table placements. Table placements? Yes, little assigned seats. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm sure that's fine. Uh, Stella Arcane, would you place uh, reservation names on all of the seats? Just like, right away. And little uh, nameplates show up in front of all of the... Question. Didn't you have to be a pilot in order to give orders to the Stellar Arcanum? You've never tested that theory. I would like to covertly ask the Stellar Arcanum. Stellar Arcanum, don't you have to be a pilot to give you orders? Well, that is what my instructions indicate. Shit. Please, you're here. Yes, thank you so much for welcoming me aboard. We didn't have any choice, and you were quite aware of that. (laughs) But, but appearances are important, and I am uh, absolutely uh, firm in my uh, belief that I would like us to be amicable towards one another and maybe come to uh, uh, an end agreement that suits everyone. Quorum Let me start with what I can do for you. Wait a moment. We're not all seated. Stella Arcanum, uh, Sally, if you could both make an appearance and have a seat. And Edmund, Edmund, darling, can you hear me? Oi! 
Will you come join us, please? All right. Thank you. And oh, and uh, Mike, if you don't mind, I'd love for you to come here and have this traditional uh, Miss Why don't we just lay time. every card on the table? How okay. about that? That's a great idea. Yeah. In addition to the four of you, Edmund takes uh, a seat. Mike takes a seat. Sally takes a seat. Uh, the Stellar Arcanum is all I really need Slip, if you don't mind. Yeah, where, where's, the, where's the end? Uh, slip is perched atop of Edmund's shoulder, all right. as normal. Because uh, we're all here as uh, essentially a family. We want to make sure that when you uh, present whatever it is you're presenting it to us, we all hear it together. Great. And uh, Jack take, finally takes his seat once everyone else has taken a seat. So what can you do for us? I can send you home. Not interested. Okay. All right. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm waiting uh, for something else. Uh, you didn't want to go home? I thought you wanted to go home. I you, desperately want to go home. You tell us where home is. I don't know that we need your help for that, so you're going to have to give me a little something else, well, Callie. I am interested in, in this proposal. Okay. How would you send me home? The exact time? exact moment I left? Well, I... No, I can't do that. I can't do time travel. But... I can send you back to the physical location of your home, Mistport, right? That's what it was? How? How do I know this is not a lie? Well, you can't know anything that we're discussing is going to be a lie or not. That's just part of the nature of... Insight. Of is she telling the truth Roll about it. getting us home? I want to give her advantage because I'm training it as well. 21. <laughs> okay. So far, nothing that she has told you seems to be untruthful. So let me, let me put that out there. I can get you home. You know, magic, technology, how it all works. Woo! Mm -hmm. Right. Let me also start by uh, going from my end of things. Let's one end to the other thing, and let's work our way in the middle. All right. So, about 150 years ago, give or take, we started on the Stellar Arcanum project. Mm-hmm. Started devising and uh, designing this ship, its capabilities, what it can do. And uh, it was a grand old time and had a lot of fun. The issue was, well my issue was my little brother was always a bit of a prodigy and he was in charge of the entire process of ultimately designing the ship's core the core the uh the thing that you took from the research laboratory that mm. crazy mike had been studying right mike that uh, what had been uh, designed by my brother and we were all involved in helping him in his ultimate designs of integrating all of our technologies together into the Arcanum Drive. Mm -hmm. Well, when it finally came to complete the procedures to ultimately power the drive, because of everything that the ship is capable of, the, the core needed a tremendous amount of energy. And we provided it with a tremendous amount of energy. We opened up a conduit into, into a, frankly, a whole star we didn't need. And we're going to feed up all of the uh, the star's energy, or as much as necessary, directly into the core to get it to function. Well, when push came to shove, the core wasn't interested so much in the star's energy. It wanted a different kind of energy. And it took it from my brother, who was performing the rituals and ceremonies and procedures to power the core. What and it ended up absorbing energy? my brother's soul. I'm going to look at the manifestation of Stellar Arcanum. Mm -hmm. Does it bear resemblance to her? It does. So what you're saying is instead of the solar energy from the star that mm -hmm. you offered it, it wanted the soul energy of your brother. It did. Apparently you needed something more sentient and willful than just raw energy mm -hmm. in order to perform its functions. It needed a will of its own. Okay. 
Well, everyone ultimately celebrated. The ship was complete. It was a success. We had the most powerful warship that the Sector had ever seen, and it kept peace in the Alliance for 50 years. Except your brother was gone. Except he was gone. But was, was he gone, gone, or did he become... <clears throat> well, that's what it took me quite a while to f make sure of, because I tried resurrecting him, but there was no body. I tried a true resurrection that didn't need a body, and he still wouldn't come. He was not dead. I couldn't res resurrect a man who wasn't dead. His soul was trapped in the Arcanum Drive. Trapped or transformed? Well, that's a matter I was never able to... Uh, Ascertain. <sighs> because, uh, frankly, it's unknowable whether he, there's my brother's soul is still in the core or not. It is. Well, I understand that the energy is there, but whether or not it's still my brother remains to be seen. And the only way that I can get my brother back to find out whether he's still him in there mm -hmm. is to release him. Ultimately, I want to destroy the Arcanum Drive. The but ship's that'll, core. That'll destroy the ship. If the core is removed from the ship, it won't actually destroy the ship. It'll depower it. The ship itself will then be a husk of high technology. But like it, it was when we found it. Correct. I'd like to use the telepathy ability within the suit mm -hmm. and speak just to the three mm -hmm. of uh, my fellow Mistport misfits. You can do that. The Stellar Arcanum is its own prison. I think back to her. Yes, you told us about that. She's in there. His soul well, is intact inside it. Right. But, imprisoned. But she doesn't know that yet, and I don't think she needs to know that yet. I don't disagree. This is such a bad thing. So what I'm looking to do is destroy the power core, which I'm hoping will release my brother's spirit so I can resurrect him and he can come back to life. Now, that will remove the Stellar Arcanum from the board. I'm fine with that, as I'm sure you'll come to uh, find out eventually. I, um, I am a high-ranking member in the Genesis Alliance, but I don't really care about the Genesis Alliance. It's not where my loyalties lie. I'm using them to achieve a goal. Insight. That's a 25. As far as you can tell, still everything she said has been completely truthful. Now, Callie, mm -hmm. how does the rest of the Genesis Alliance feel about your plan to destroy their... Big bad warship. Well, I'm sure they'll be furious, but all of those warships behind me, they're loyal to me, not to the Alliance. What's your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal? Your goal. My your primary goal, lie. above all other goals, is to get my brother back. Mm. Well, uh, your brother is uh, basically sitting here at dinner with us, right? Well, the image of him is. Mm -hmm. Right. So Stella Arcanum, does everything she says, is it something you would want? I have no recollection or understanding of being related to this woman in any way. Not to saying that what she's saying is untrue, but I have no particular memories or attachments. Right. No, but since being repaired, you have developed quite a bit more personality. Indeed. But it's impossible for me to know whether this personality is that of the Stellar Arcanum or that of her brother manifesting through an artificial intelligence filter. That's true. Callie, what do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I... This isn't the first time I've interacted with the Stellar Arcanum. I did help build him, but mm -hmm. uh, his memories can be adjusted fairly easily. So uh, it was decided it would be best for all if he didn't remember me particularly. We removed his memories of me. I'm going to telepathically ask Stellar Arcanum, 
-hmm. scan this room for life forms and let me know how many are in here. Let's see. So we've got four of you, her, her Okay, guards. she does come back alive? Yeah, everybody okay. that you see is okay. here. Okay, I just wanted to make sure actions? that it wasn't like a projection or something like that. Right. So please continue. What else can you do for us? Your end goal, your ultimate loyalty is not with the Genesis Alliance. You have a horde of ships commanding mm -hmm. in a, in a, I guess we'd say admiral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, all you want to see is the release of your entrapped brother. Right. That is your end goal. That is my primary goal above all other goals. And so you're offering us safe passage home. Everything is wrapped up nice and neat. Mm -hmm. And the Arcanum is off the board. I'm sorry, your brother is free. Correct. Because I, uh, I can easily see how you uh, would feel that the ship is currently your only means of traveling home. And... No, that's more than that. Would be. So, is that all you can offer us? Well, what else do you want? I'd like to know why you need our permission when you have a fleet. Oh, I'm not asking. She's not asking. She's being. Uh, She's nice. being polite. Lucius. See, yeah, it's. Um, She's given us a chance to play along before she just takes it. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't. I put such a negative spin on it. Civilization is about being able to offer each other what each other's needs and live peaceably. That's the very hallmark of living in a civilized society. She sounds like a female Lucius. <laughs> oh. No, she, she. And I just kind of grin. But what you're saying and your actions, although they are sweet and they are honeyed, there's just something that doesn't make sense about it. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't care about getting home. Okay. Okay. It means nothing to me. Well, what what would you like then? This ship. Oh. <sighs> okay. Puts a wrinkle in the plan. I mean, it right. does. But I gotta do this from a moral standpoint. If she can get her brother back. And uh, brother was a living person, and now is trapped in a ship. Well, Jack. But isn't unhappy. Jack. He's become something more potentially. But also doesn't have any memory of his life before. Eh? How would he know if he was unhappy? Well, it's not that different from dying. So I mean, if he has no memory, and if it is even still him in there, would you don't tell know? Me, hold on. What was your brother like in life? He was. Curious. Wanted to know about everything. He was brilliant. He was able to put pieces of a puzzle and mystery together that people didn't even see were there to be put together. He was one of the greatest minds of our generation. He was kind. He liked animals. He I loved was good ask food. If he liked puppies, so if he liked kittens. What was his sense of humor like? Wry, I suppose you might say. Mm hmm. He was never one to, he was never rowdy with the boys, but he did like to slide in a clever remark here or there. He's starting to sound a little familiar. You've been tracking, what, 150 years? You've been a pilot here. Just well, I have been working on the Stellar Arcanum project, correcting 150 years ago. Thank you for the correction. You know the ship inside now. You don't need permission to come and go. Why haven't you taken your brother before now? Well, I haven't been able to find him. I, I, tr 
So, a hundred years ago, I fomented a revolution among some of the unhappier planets in the Genesis Alliance. And, you know, Puppet Master they uh, shot a rebellion mm -hmm. to uh, get enough ships into place to actually be able to harm it. It's where the, uh, the Free Planets of Albator came from. And they were able to put together enough warships, trick the uh, Arcanum into uh, maneuvering next to a rigged orbital gate, and then blew it up. And I hoped that would be that. But unfortunately, that just disabled the ship and tossed it off to who knows where. And I've been looking for it for the last century. But the power core wasn't with the ship when it crash landed through the orbital gate. What stopped you from finding the power core? That's, uh, that's it was a real just good question. Sitting here on this planet with Crazy Mike here. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that at the time. And uh, I won't go into the science of it, but uh, oh, these no, power cores... Oh, no, please do. So the way the drive works is it contains the uh, multithomic energy within, but it doesn't emit it as such. Uh, it is effectively dead on all sensors. It can't be detected by itself. Nay. So even though it was sitting here you a couple of ship. miles from me... You track the ship, not the core. Right. Why do you want your brother Because I didn't back? realize they had been separated, which is super embarrassing. Why do you want your brother back? Because he's back. your brother. Yeah, I don't really... I love my brother. You've plotted uprisings. You've changed history. Mm -hmm. You've climbed to the top. Mm -hmm. You have to understand why I see what you're showing. I don't quite believe it's the whole picture. There's something from an old piece, old piece of philosophical fiction from where I'm from. It states a moral play throughout the, the novel and ultimately boils down to a phrase. There are two types of people. The people that would burn down the world to save their family, and the people that would burn down their family to save the world. And the important part is knowing which one you are. I know which one I am, and I don't care about this world. I care about my family. Shit. She's good. What if there was a way to get your brother back and leave the ship intact? Well, the ship will remain mm -hmm. intact. Mm -hmm. Well, it and can powered. remain intact. You'd have to find another person to become the battery, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, if, what if your brother didn't want to leave? Unfortunately, there's no way to know. Have you tried talking to him? The problem yes, here uh, is he has no memory. Uh, so My he's essentially... Well, he Callie, became the ship, and that's his new memory. Callie, I have a question for you. Please, go ahead. Can you give those memories to the Stella Arcanum and ask him? Unfortunately not. Why not? Because they because weren't removed by them. They were removed by the ship itself well, during the ritual. During the ritual, see, the way that the ship manifests things from your mind, gains your memories, is by accessing your mind. It never accessed my brother's mind and only removed his soul, after which there was no mind left to read. So my brother's memories are gone with his body. So what physically happened to his body? It disintegrated. How would you put him back? Well, once the core is destroyed, his soul will be freed, and I will be able to resurrect him by normal means. But he wouldn't have his memories? Or no, he would, because a new body would form, and that right. body would have the memories of my brother. Uh, so this, uh, I'm going to be honest, this is a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have to understand that, right? And sure. I understand that you're willing to burn down everything. not just the world, but mm -hmm. everything for your brother. And trust me, you don't know me. I'm Jack Russell. 
Okay. I mean, you know the name Jack Russell, mm-hmm. maybe? Oh, I think you she know knows me? a lot more than she's letting on about all of us. I don't feel like I've been particularly secretive about that. No, no, she knows everything. Not. What I'm saying is, you know, family's uh, the most important for me. And the choice you make in life, mm-hmm. that's the choice I would make in life. So you're speaking to me, and I get it. Would you be willing to let us talk amongst ourselves about this whole thing? Because I'll be honest, we've been through a lot with Estella Arcanum, and we're in a really weird world to us now. Sure. There is... Um there is a wrinkle. It doesn't change the outcome. It is a wrinkle, and I feel like informed consent is very important. When you became the ship's pilot, you became soul-bonded to the ship. Mm-hmm. That has become clear. Oh. And specifically to its power core. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when the core is destroyed, you will die. Oh, I get it. Okay, and, hold on. Unless um, we find <laughs> new pilots. Well, no, then... However, our bodies and souls could be returned to our world and just be like resurrected there. Mm-hmm. You could have a whole big resurrection party. That's why she doesn't, she doesn't know where Mistport is. A resurrection is. party. She doesn't care where our, our, our world no, is. No, in Mistport. She has a means to send us back there. No. Because our souls hey, Lucia, aren't going to go there on by their the way. own. Did it, did it hurt real bad or was it like a tingle? Let's save that conversation for later. Oh, you're right. You're Callie right. has a way to kill us and promises to resurrect us in no, Mistport. No, I would be resurrecting you here, and then I would be sending you to Mistport. If Your she holds up w- her end of the bargain, because all she really cares about is her brother. And once she has him, she may or may not bother with no, our No, 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 I, I, I do believe that the, the greatest lie is simply by telling the truth. I believe everything she says. I don't believe she's saying everything. I would like to covertly cast command on Stellar Arcanum, the representation of him, I want to send command cough to see if it affects him. Because if he has a spirit, in theory, it will have an effect. How would you like to do that subtly? I'm gonna drop my uh, fork, lean under the table, get it, and whisper the incantation. You're gonna have to make a stealth check. Okay. Natural 20! You learn a thing or two on the ships. <laughs> it's a wisdom save of 16. Yeah. Here's what happens. You uh, you reach down and grab your fork, and just sitting at the table, uh, the Stellar Canum and Sally have just been watching watching and listening. No discernible emotion on anyone's voice. Mm-hmm. And just uh, sly and subtle without bringing any attention. And Stellar Canum just... <coughs> and goes uh, back about his business. Okay. I'll sit back up. When, uh, when you sit back up... You notice Kalanes taking particular notice of the fact that he coughed. You have no reason to believe that she saw you, Mm -hmm. but you do notice and very critically watching the Arcanum right now Mm -hmm. and then going back to her normal aloof stance. Edmund, what do you think about all this? Well, I mean, I'm not particularly for it, um, mostly because uh, we've been raised against these uh, fascist pig monsters all our lives. Right. Absolutely. But as it turns out, this particular fascist pig monster was uh, partly responsible for your planet breaking free of the rest. Uh, I'm very conflicted in the situation. She also seems to have broken away from the control of said fascist pig monsters. And yeah, although it seems due to her particular uh, self-centered motivations, but uh, did result in the freedom of eight planets. So, like I said conflicted 
Oh, look at that. The fried chicken is ready. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to know your opinion on the matter, Edmund, as you are our only representative from the free planets of Albator. Right. But I am very glad that you are and that you are here with us. I'm glad I'm here too. Also, part of the uh, conflict is that she did design the ship that enslaved our planets for 50 years. Right. I have to imagine she was uh, fully cognizant of aware of uh, how the ship would be used. Mm-hmm. Would you all pardon me for a moment, please? Zale, where are you headed? Oh, I, I need to go to the wee sailor's room. Well, all right. Stands up, throws the dainty napkin in her chair, turns and walks out. I'm heading to the bridge. Okay. Guard one and guard two do not react to your movement. Good. Admiral, should we say no? What is your next course of action? Mm. Oh, that's actually exactly the topic I was hoping to avoid. Well, you know we were going to go through everything. <sighs> we had to ask. As you say, we have become soul bonded to this ship. It makes it just a little hard to let go. No, sure. I get that. Okay, so... The Stellar Arcanum was only in service for 50 years, mm-hmm. uh, but during that time, the Genesis Alliance, while it loved its pet guard dog and felt that its creation was of a particularly good investment. Now, it took a hundred years to build. It took a tremendous number of resources and time to construct the ship. Well, after the loss of the Stellar Arcanum a hundred years ago, what do you imagine the Genesis Alliance has been doing with that time? I made a new ship. Mm-hmm. And as an admiral and uh, lead surviving designer of the Stellar Arcanum... It's your uh, ship. Well, right. Yeah, it's my ship. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, and whose soul is bonded to it? Oh! I'm really glad you asked, because that's actually my favorite part, because uh, it's a new trick that I learned. You see, here's the problem with clones. And she looks right at Mike. They're structurally identical to one another, but they're Mm -hmm. still discrete entities. Right. They have different souls. Mm Mm-hmm. No two crazy Mikes are exactly alike. Right. I found a way to solve that problem. I found a way to duplicate my very soul and put it into new bodies. And she snaps her fingers and her outfit turns into a mirror image of your Stellar Arcanum suits, only grayscale. And the two guards, guard one and guard two, their outfits do also. And their helms come down, and they look exactly like her. They're all you. They're all me. Four of us. Not all here, because one stayed behind. But four of us, sharing a single will and intimate understanding of the ship all working in concert with one goal one singular goal and that is to destroy your power core and as uh, she snaps around that around her neck uh, forms what looks like a boa constrictor and it is solid black and looks like it is constructed of entirely of shadow so you found us back on the uh, the floating station uh, yes well my scouts first found you back on your home world you saw us you were the smoke. i wasn't my friends were. Because I have been continuing my research into xenothomic energy ever since. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, I have I, bonded myself with it. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. You said you originally found us back on our home world? Mm-hmm. So you found us in Mistport? Well, just outside. To the north, I want to say. So you are responsible for the cult of the Hollow Mind? Well, we share a common interest. We have mutual friends. So you needed the ship to be activated. You set this in motion like you did the revolt. 
And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. I want to take just a moment to thank some of the people that have been instrumental in our continuation. First, our patrons. We are so immensely appreciative of your support. You are all amazing. But we have so many supportive fans, and even if you're not able to support financially, we are thankful that you take the time out of your lives to listen to our show. I also want to thank some of the other podcasts and artists that have been so generous, namely our sister podcast, Loot and Dagger, our friends at North by Northwest, Brits on Bikes, and Slice and Dice. You are all amazing, and if you haven't checked out their shows, I cannot recommend them highly enough. And of course, the amazing art of Plus One Pen of Smiting on Twitter. Your art really boosts our morale. Thank you so much. Star Arcadian was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Moretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to learn more about the show, check out our website at StellarArcanum.com. And please, travel safe. Travel safe.